Finding our spiritual oasis, escaping the illusion and turmoil of the world during this Kali Yuga age. Today on Spiritual Awakening Radio, my name is James Bean of SpiritualAwakeningRadio.com. A spiritual satsang discourse about making progress during this Kali Yuga epoch of time in which we find ourselves residing. This timeline, this dimension, this universe or physical plane we are in. This discourse is also deliberately mindful of the lineage of Santmat masters spanning many centuries, tracing this path of the masters back through time to Satguru Kabir. You'll hear some fairly rare readings from many different masters today. The goal of this Santmat Satsang discourse is to shed more light on the meditation practices of the Sants, which liberate the soul provides a spiritual oasis for souls to take rest from the agents of the negative power, ever and always agitating minds in this world, keeping them off-center so they never get around to going within, finding their true self and exploring the divine realms available inside during spiritual practice. We must rise above during our meditations in order to ultimately return to the ocean of love and all consciousness known as God. Above this bodily existence, above this material plane, above time or call, above mind, above maya or illusion, and all these outer planes of creation. As it says in the Greek Gospel of Thomas found at Oxyrhynchus, Egypt, we enter into rest. And as Rumi has written in his mystic poetry, to him we shall return. Mat, the path and teachings as taught and practiced by the saints, the Sant-Sat gurus, delineates the path of union of the soul with God. The instructions of the saints explain the reuniting as follows. As the masters have said, the individual soul has descended from the higher worlds, the realms of the divine, to this city of illusion, bodily existence. It has descended from the soundless state to the essence of sound, and from that sound to light, and finally from the realm of light to the kingdom of darkness. The qualities of the sense organs or natural tendencies draw us downward and away from our true nature. The nature of the soul draws us upwards and inwards and establishes us in our own true nature. Returning to our origins involves turning inward, withdrawal of consciousness from the senses and the sense objects, to go upward from the darkness to the realms of light and sound. The natural tendencies of the soul are to move from outward to inward. The current of consciousness which is dispersed in the nine gates of the body and the senses must be collected at the third eye center, 
the seat of the soul. This is the gathering point of consciousness. Therein lies the path for our return. This is known as the sixth chakra, the third or single eye, the center located between the two eyebrows. The field of darkness we see with eyes closed when we begin our meditation. It's a darkness replete with the possibilities, with the divine potential of becoming filled with light and heavenly melodies coming from beyond. This is the gateway through which we leave the sense organs, enter into the divine realms, and finally become established in the soul. We travel back from the realm of darkness to the realm of light, from the light to divine sound, and from the realm of sound to the soundless state. This is called turning back to the source, the anami, the nameless, the formless one, given many names, including Radhaswami or the Lord of the Soul. Satguru Kabir, the Adi Guru, the primal or founding spiritual master. During this Kali Yuga age, the founder of the main Santmat lineages, the path of the masters. We begin with the empty tomb of Satguru Kabir. At the time of Kabir's passing, Guru Kabir drew a sheet over his body and began chanting, reciting the glory of the Guru. He left this body and merged back into God. Kabir had disciples with both Hindu and Muslim backgrounds. After the shock of realizing what had transpired that Kabir had left the body, Kabir's initiates began to consider the funeral arrangements. There was a considerable and heated debate between his followers as to whether the rites should be Hindu or Muslim because all considered him to be their guru and spiritual master. It is said that after some time spent in heated debate, the sheet covering Guru Kabir's body was lifted. To everyone's amazement, Kabir's material body had disappeared. Lotus flowers were found under the sheet instead of his body. The disciples were humbled, and they divided the flowers, giving half to the Muslim followers and the other half to the Hindu devotees. The funeral rites were duly performed for the respective traditions using the flowers in place of the missing body of the great sage. Another brief account of the missing body of Kabir. One of the most loved legends associated with Kabir is told of his funeral. Kabir's disciples disputed over his body after his passing. The Muslim initiates of Kabir wanted to claim the body for burial, according to their traditional customs. The Hindu satsangis wanted to cremate the body, according to their tradition. Kabir appeared to the arguing disciples and told them to lift the burial shroud. When they did so, they found fragrant flowers where the body had rested. 
the flowers were divided. And the Muslims buried the flowers while the Hindus committed them to the fires of cremation. Says Kabir, I have returned the body in the condition that I had received it. Since Kabir was found among lotus flowers as an infant, just so he departed from his life in a city called Magahar, leaving not a corpse, but a heap of lotus flowers, it is said. Kabir and the Sants are not big on sacred sites, tombs, or samads, but are focused within. They want their followers to go within, not focus upon rituals, pilgrimages, and external ceremonies in temples. Says Kabir, do not go to the Garden of Flowers. O oh friend, go not there. In your body is the Garden of Flowers. Take your seat on the thousand petals of the lotus, and there gaze upon the infinite beauty. The following is titled, Plucking Flowers of Spirituality within your body through the meditation practice of the Sants. A great summary of the spiritual journey according to Satguru Kabir and the Sants of India. Says Kabir, the body is a forest of blooming flowers, but only the wise can pluck them. How does one attain to this wisdom? Firstly, go to the perfect teacher and learn from him the inner teachings. Contemplate on the words of the saints, the saints, and strengthen your faith day by day. Secondly, cast all your doubts away and shun the perception of duality. See the one dwelling inside and outside. Achieve this and you're a saint. Thirdly, rise above outer attributes and take a seat at the third eye. This is truly the suitable throne where you hear the divine melody. Fourthly, reign in the restless mind and abandon all your cleverness. Swing on the swing of divine love and entreat the teacher for the gift of devotion or bhakti. Fifthly, acquaint yourself with the eternal elements and exert mastery over the senses. Sixthly, let consciousness pierce the six chakras and reaching above them see the light. Make perfect the left and the right currents and dwell in the cave of the void. Seventhly, let truth enlighten your life and behold the Supreme Spirit within you. 
grab hold of the silken thread of realization and climb to the eternal abode. Eighthly, let the lotus of consciousness bloom and render your heart resplendent. When in your soul you see the eternal, then you're fit to be called Asant. Ninthly, your portals of perception will open when you make an ally of the perfect master. You will see that the soul is not the body when the master shows the soul's unity with God. Tenthly, you'll reach the door of liberation where the divine melody resounds. Kabir says, listen to me, my brothers and sisters. Only a rare one considers my teaching. That was a bhajan, a hymn, a mystic poem of Sant Kabir, published in the Kabir Voice newsletter long ago, published in Surrey, B.C., Canada. Plucking flowers of spirituality within your body through the meditation practice of the Sants, a great summary of the spiritual journey according to Kabir and all the great saints of India. Sant Dharamdas, successor and devotee of Guru Kabir, in a sacred text on the list of recommended books called the Anurag Sagar. From the Anurag Sagar, The Ocean of Love, by Sant Dharam Das. One of several volumes, actually, in a collection never before seen in English, except for a few selections, called The Kabir Sagar, The Ocean of Kabir. The Anurag Sagar is actually one volume in a much larger series. Hope we can see it someday in English. From the Anurag Sagar, by Sant Dharam Das. What is the essential Shabda? The essential Shabda is a bodiless form. The essential Shabda is beautiful, wordless. The body has elements and nature. The essential Shabda is elementless and bodiless. In all four directions, Shabda is talked about. Only the essential Shabda can liberate the souls. The Nam of Sat Purush itself is the essential Shabda, and the Simran of Sat Purush is the essential Shabda's recognition, the remembrance of the Supreme Being through the repetition of names of God will bring you to the experience of the essential Shabda, says the Anurag Sagar. One who merges into it without doing the Simran by tongue, even Kal is afraid of him. This is referring to the Simran practice of mentally repeating sacred names of God in the mind. It's a mental chant done with the tongue of thought, if you will. Anurag Sagar, the path of the essential Shabda is subtle, easy, and perfect but only the brave can follow it. 
It is neither a word, nor a simran, nor a japa. It is a perfect thing, achieving which one can conquer kal. The support of the soul is in the head, and now I will tell you of the recognition of shabda. One who gets connected with the unrepeated repetition gets to see the infinite petaled lotus. When he reaches the astral door, he ultimately goes to Agam and Agochar by way of the true path. His inner self, where Adi Parush resides, gets enlightened. Recognizing him, recognizing the Supreme Being, the soul goes to him and he takes the soul to its origin. The soul is of the same essence as Sat Purush and is called Jiva Sohang. Dharamdas, you are a wise saint. Recognize that Shabda which gives liberation. Some Anurag Sagar footnotes from the translation, published long ago, about 1981, by Sant Bonnie Press and commentary on the above, the term Simran, Simran, remembrance. Simran means remembrance. In the writings of the Masters, it refers to remembrance of God through the repetition of his five basic names as given in the form of a mantra by the Master at the time of initiation. This repetition is done without tongue, that is mentally, and is one of the three basic meditation practices of Sritshab Yoga. It is also a means of keeping in a state of remembrance at all times, even when not sitting in meditation. And it is a protection against call, the negative power. Recognition. This is a very interesting line. The first half is an explicit declaration of the esoteric identification of the Nam, i.e. name of God, with Shabda. The second half says that the ability to recognize, i.e. hear, and be pulled up by the sound current is dependent on the completion of Simran. This refers to the way in which the spiritual practices of Saritshabhid Yoga lead to one another. Name becomes Nam. There is the Simran, the remembrance of the names of God, repeated for the most part mentally with the tongue of thought, an Ajapa-Japa, a chant within the mind while concentrating at the third eye center. There is Dion, the contemplation of the inner light and the inner vision of spiritual sight. And Bhajan, the true Nam, the sound current, the Surat Shabad Yoga, the yoga of inner sound, the yoga of inner hearing. These are the meditation practices of Sant Mat. Nam, name, here used as a synonym for Shabda, or the sound current the primordial creative power of God, which is also the essence of each individual. In this sense, it is the exact equivalent of the Greek term logos, 
English meaning word, as used in the New Testament, particularly in the first chapter of the Gospel of John, where the concept is described in great detail. Shabda, or Shabad, the sound current, also called nam or word, the projective creative force of the positive power or Sat Parush, supreme being, ultimately responsible for the entire creation and present in each individual in the form of light and sound, which can be seen and heard and which are the agency that pulls the individual back to his or her essence. Sat Parush. Some definition of terms. Terms used in the Anurag Sagar. It says in the Anurag Sagar, Kabir's Ocean of Love, one of the volumes of the Kabir Sagar, in the foolish heart, effort does not come. Sarashabda and Master are not understood. The following is from the Prakash Mani Gita on the Surat Shabad Yoga Sadhana, the practice of inner light and sound meditation. Another text in the tradition of Sant Dharamdas, the Anurag Sagar, and Kabir line of Satgurus. Translated from the Hindi by Mahant Jagdish Das Shastri, edited by the late Dr. Jagasar Das of the Kabir Association of Canada, Prakashmani Nam is listed as Guru number 15 on the list of the 42 incarnations in the Dharamdas Kabir line of masters during this Kali Yuga eon, mentioned at the beginning of some translations of the Anurag Sagar. Prakashmani Nam from the Prakash Mani Gita. Without the knowledge of the Sar Shabda, the true essential Shabda or Shabad, the soul does not escape from the cycle of birth and death. The Sar Shabd is so important that it manifests eternally inside the person in a hidden or mystical way. That sound is going on all the time and has many signs if the person knows how to recognize them. That eternal sound is within everyone, but dormant in most. One has to awaken it with love, devotion, recitation of the name or names, and meditation. That sound is unceasing and unfathomable and is full of bliss. We must understand, first of all, that many of us have the opportunity in this world to achieve our goal. When the surat, or the attention, faculty of the soul, rides on the boat of the word, the sound current, then it reaches the eternal abode of God. Thus ends the Prakash Mani Gita, with a brief explanation of the inner path to reach our ultimate goal of God-realization and freedom from karmic bondage. From the last paragraph or two of the Prakash Mani Gita. The method of meditating on the essential Shabda, the Nam or Sar Shabd, 
the way of practicing the master's path, according to the Anurag Sagar. Hem, repeat the unrepeated and with the grace of the perfect master, test it. Keeping the wing of mind at rest, see the Shabda and climbing the mind, finish your karma. Reach the place where the sound is produced without tongue and the rosary beads are moved without hands. Merging into the essential Shabda, go to the world of immortality. A couplet from the Anurag Sagar. The glory of the inconceivable is limitless. Millions of suns and moons cannot vie with one hair. The radiance of one soul is equal to the light of sixteen suns. Readings from the Anurag Sagar. To learn more about the Anurag Sagar, see the Anurag Sagar webpage of spiritualawakeningradio.com. Just go to the main page of the website and at the top, toward the right, you'll see the Anurag Sagar tab where you can read the text in English or Spanish and download it, read it online if you like, hear satsang talks about the translation of the book, background, history of it, all about the teachings of the Anurag Sagar at the Anurag Sagar webpage of spiritualawakeningradio.com. Sat Sahib, the Sat Guru of Darya Sahib, up next. Sat Darya Sahib's guru, Sat Sahib, was associated with, branched out from, the Sant Dharamdas Kabir line of masters. The teachings of Sat Sahib and Sant Darya Sahib of Bihar are very close to the school of Sant Mat associated with Sant Dharamdas, the Kabir Dharamdasi line of masters. See the books The Anurag Sagar and Darya Sahib, Saint of Bihar. Rare quotes in English from Sat Sahib the spiritual master of Santoria. The ultimate realm is Aka, unspeakable, which is fully contained within the inner mirror. The Aka is the source of true Nam, the sound current. This Nam is the truest spiritual technique, says Sat Sahib. Note the term Aka has been used by Kabir also, as the ultimate abode of Anami Parush, the Supreme Being. Addressing his disciple and spiritual successor, Darya Sahib, Sat Sahib said, You have been given the seal to imprint the souls, and you know that the transaction is carried on through the true name, or Sat Nam. Whoever comes bearing the imprint of your hand I will take him to the other shore. Priceless indeed is the Nam. Let one hold fast to it with proper concentration. Near such a person, call the Lord of time, death, and illusion, the negative power, call shall not go. Near such a person, call shall not go. 
While rising or sitting, let him fix his attention on it, and let him develop love for the divine light within. Let him abandon all deceptive worship of the gods and goddesses. Let him be absorbed in his real Lord, realizing him to be the truth. While rising and sitting, the Supreme Lord should be the center of his attention, and let him remain merged into the sound current. By taking refuge under the truth in such a way, he will certainly overcome Kal, the Lord of Death and Time, the negative power. Sat Sahib, the spiritual master of Sant Darya Sahib of Bihar, speaking to Darya about his future spiritual mission as a Sant Sat Guru. Up next, Sant Darya Sahib of Bihar. Mystical Poetry. Sant Darya Sahib, towering figure in Sant Mat history. Brief background. Sant Darya passed on in the year 1780. Both he and Tulsi Sahib of Hathras Santmat master and author of the Ghat Ramayana, would have been alive at the same time. And Darya passed on perhaps only 38 years or so before the birth of Swamiji Maharaj, the Saint of Agra. Selections from the mystic verses, the Banis and Bhajans of Sant Darya Sahib of Bihar, from his great spiritual classic, the Darya Sagar, the Ocean of Darya. The boundless Supreme Lord who is in the beginning and the end has descended to this earth. Eon after eon he has been coming to impart wisdom to you. Understand his teachings and be immersed in his wisdom. When one looks within one's heart, being awakened, one is pulled up by the magnet-like sound current. One is pulled up by a magnet-like sound current. Without that sound, the living being comprises of mere bones and blood, covered with skin on the outside. In a moment, life comes to an end, and all our kith and kin are left behind. But if the disciple follows the instructions imparted by the Master and takes to heart the words from the Satguru's tongue, then one's inner eye is illumined and one finds the source. Laden with blooming flowers of immortality, one then attains the pure swan state, becomes a Hansa, a bird of heaven and is rid of the vices of the wicked crow. Such a one joins the family of the pure swans and is never lost in the ocean of the world, the ocean of samsara, says Darya. Hold fast to the sound current and offer your body and mind to it. Have love and endearment for the nam and you will not be lost in the ocean of the world. There can be no devotion without love. The inner lotus will wither without the water of love. 
So long as the technique of love is not gained, whatever one talks of knowledge is in vain. But when one is merged into the Satguru's tranquil sound current, one automatically obtains the taste of the nectar of love. Just as the bee is allured by the lotus flower and being unable to bear the agony of separation, unites with the flower, or just as the moon bird's heart is absorbed in its yearning for the moon, its pining for the moon, so should one be in love with the sound current without ever being forgetful, says Daria. Blessed is the eye which is permeated with love. Blessed is the eye which is permeated with love. This is from what I call the love chapter of Sant Darya Sahib. Blessed is the eye which is permeated with love. Without love, it is like a pebble or stone, like a gardener without a garden. The eye remains empty without love. What is the state of a human being without love? He is like one who is denied all delicacies and whose mouth is filled only with dust. Without love, one does not find the flow of the sound current. But when the flower of love blossoms, its fragrance is praised by all. Says Daria, the line of succession will truly continue, but if and when it is mixed with outer rituals and display of external garbs, my sound current will depart. It will part company. My divine essence will depart, and the souls will go into the mouth of Kal. I shall then come to this world and shall proclaim the teaching of the sound current again. Proclaiming the teaching, I shall found the line of succession and emancipating the souls, I shall take them to my abode. For eons I have been coming and imparting the teaching of the true sound current. Says Daria Kabir, who came once again to revive the path of Santmat during this Kali Yuga age. The hymns of Daria Sahib are very much like the Anurag Sagar. In many ways, the 16 sons of Sat Purush, the same story of Kabir coming in the, each of the four Yugas of time. And some believe that Sant Doria was the reincarnation of Kabir again to set straight the line of masters and keep the path going as we travel through this Kali Yuga eon of time. By the way, there is a Sant Doria website, which I created a number of years ago, to back up, to mirror another website, which has since disappeared, the one and only Daria website in the English language, featuring some of his hymns and teachings, a summary of his teachings and some background information. It's theholysound.com, where you can read some background information about Sant Daria Sahib, 
theholysound.com. Next, Sant Tulsi Sahib of Hathras. As I've written and blogged about in times past, the one living master that Sant Tulsi Sahib mentioned quite frequently on many occasions throughout his writings and hymns, the Shabdavali, was Sant Darya Sahib. Up next, Sant Tulsi Sahib of Hathras. A bhajan or mystic poem of Tulsi Sahib titled Within This Body. Within this body breathes the secret essence. Within this body beats the heart of the Vedas or scriptures. Within this body shines the entire universe, so the saints reveal. Hermits, ascetics, celibates, all are lost, seeking him in endless guises. Seers and sages perfectly parrot the scriptures and holy books. Blinded by knowledge, their pilgrimage and fasting and striving, but delude. Despite their perfect practice, they discover no destination. Only the saints who know the body's heart have attained the ultimate, O Tulsi. Realize this and you found your freedom. While teachers trapped in tradition know only the mirage in the mirror. In addition to mentioning Darya Sahib of Bihar in his writings, Sant Tulsi also commented on the Anurag Sagar. And did so in a book called the Ghat Ramayan. Up next, Maharaj Gudhari Sahib of Lucknow. From the 2023 edition of the Sant Mat Glossary, the entry for Sant Gudhari Sahib, also known as Gudhari Law, Gurumukh, disciple of Tulsi Sahib and friend of Swamiji Maharaj. He lived in his latter years in Lucknow, unquote. I should add that he lived in Swamiji's other house, other home, which was located in the city of Lucknow because Swamiji often traveled to Lucknow to attend the satsangs of Gudhari Sahib. And his uh, Swamiji's home in Lucknow actually served for a, for a time as home base for the Lucknow satsang, very much like the Panigali family house of Swamiji Maharaj in Agra served as the headquarters of the satsang there for a long period of time. From a collection of Lucknow Shabs, a mystic poem or bhajan of Maharaj Gudhari Sahib. The way of surat or soul 
is from the cave of the mystic sky. Once heard and followed, the soul becomes immortal. Closing the tenth door opens up another. The soul reaches the void. Leaving the lanes of Ida and Pingala, she makes her bed in Sukmana. There is an uninterrupted vision of a thousand lights which are glowing day and night without any lamp. In the middle of Trikuti, there is silverish moonlight, observing which the soul becomes blissful, observing which the soul becomes blissful. There is lightning without clouds and thunder without rain, says Gudhari Lal. Swamiji Maharaj of Agra. Up next, Swamiji Maharaj in his writings and those who knew him, his disciples, mention two gurus in the life of Swamiji. Mostly there are references to Tulsi Sahib of Hathras, but there are also references to Gudhari Sahib as well. A reading from the Sarbachan Radhaswami Poetry of Swamiji Maharaj, Volume 1, the section known as the Esoteric Instructions of Swamiji. Swamiji enters the Mahasun realm. Swamiji travels through the Great Void. Moving on and on. Moving on and on. The spirit soared up about five Arab, or five billion, and seventy-five crores, one crore equals ten million, yojans, really an incalculable height, and broke into the realm of Hahut, also known as Mahasun, and traveled around it. How shall I describe it? For 10 billion miles, again, incalculable distance, there is utter darkness. How shall I describe its depth, except to say that for one karab, and one karab equals 100 billion something, something, i.e. an incalculable extent, yojans, the soul descended, and yet its bottom could not be discovered. Then again, it reversed and turned upward, and following the track pointed out by the sages, the path pointed out by the sants, the spirit treaded that path, and then it was deemed improper to determine and find out the depth of this dark region, Mahasun, the great void. The surat then moved on, moved ahead, that's from the M.G. Gupta translation of the Sarbachan Radhaswami poetry. And this next paragraph is from the S.D. Maheshwari translation of Sarbachan Radhaswami poetry, volume one. Full particulars of these regions are known only to sants. It is not meant to describe them in greater detail. Having sojourned there and having enjoyed the glory thereof for a very long time, 
The spirit of this fakir, Swamiji referring to himself there, moved on in accordance with the instructions of the guides, unquote. Having sojourned there and having enjoyed the glory thereof, for a very long time the spirit of this fakir moved on in accordance with the instructions of the guides. Sant Garabdas, another close disciple in the inner circle of Swamiji, book of Anmol Vajan, sometimes spelled Bajan. Sant Garabdas commented on the above verses of the Mahasun section of Swamiji's Sarbachan poetry. Swamiji's travels through this vast, vast, vast great void trying to make his way through it, trying to explore it. And provides us with some added clarity about what was taking place in the great void and about the guides offering him guidance in their spiritual forms, assisting him along this journey through this iffy kind of perilous journey through the void. Question, Swamiji here referring to Sant Garabdas of the Radhaswami Satsang Rohila, Delhi. What is meant by the darkness in Mahasun, the great void? Answer, what is called darkness, Tamir Khand and obscurity in Mahasun, means that its nature is so captivating that without the company of a true master, a Satguru, the power of spirituality doesn't have the strength to leave the bliss of that state. That's why most often they are directly taken to the, the Lake of Nectar, Banwar Gufa, the cave, and Sat Lok. After having the vision of the Satguru, even death cannot trap them in the web of Mahasun, the great void. Swamiji in his discourses has said that his surat descended into the dark regions of Mahasun, but could neither locate the bottom or the end of it, nor did it feel worthwhile to go down any further. Thereafter, his surat, adhering to the signs as revealed to him by his gurus, ascended upwards. Here, Swamiji says that it was the inner mercy of his Satguru Tulsi Sahib and that of Maharaj Gudharidas Ji whose satsang he attended for a very long period of time, 1843 to 1860. He was his guru by A quote from Anmol Vajan, a book of Q&A, Questions and Answers, of Garbdas, one of the disciples and successors of Swamiji, who also spent some time in Hathras, one of the successors of Swamiji Maharaj, who founded a satsang mission in the city of Delhi. By the way, the term Gurubai means brothers of the same guru. In other words, both Gudhari Sahib and Swamiji Maharaj were initiates and devotees of the same master, the same Sant Mat master, Sant Tulsi Sahib of Hathras. Both Sant Tulsi Sahib and Maharaj Gudhari Sahib were gurus in the life of Swamiji Maharaj, both provided Swamiji with inner grace, helping to guide him, 
during his inward journey through the great void, as described in the passages above from the Sarbachan. He was a disciple and friend of them both, and on good terms with them both, right up till the end of their lives, by all accounts. In fact, at the time of the passing of Tulsi Sahib of Hathras, Swamiji uh, goes to be with him in his final moments, and at the time of the passing of Gudhari Lal of Lucknow, Swamiji rushes to be with him during the last moments of his life as well. After the passing of Gudhari Sahib, Swamiji Maharaj of Agra opened the doors of his, what had been a private satsang in Panigali at the family home, up to the public and began his full, out-in-the-open spiritual mission, the Radhaswami Satsang, in May of 1861 in the city of Agra. At first, actually, it was not known as the Radhaswami Satsang. At first, it was called just simply a Satsang or a Mat Satsang, but eventually was renamed, given a formal name, the Radhaswami Satsang, after the sacred name Radhaswami was introduced in the year 1866. Baba Jaimal Singh up next as we travel through time, through across the centuries, exploring the path of the masters and the meditation practice of Surat Shabad Yoga, inner light and sound meditation. Coming up next, Baba Jaimal Singh of Bayas. Jaimal Singh of Bayas. Meditation. Listen to the sound current every day, every single day. If you listen for 10 minutes or 5 minutes or 4 minutes or 2 minutes or even 1 minute, with love and devotion, millions of sins and obstacles will be removed, says Baba Jaimal Singh. There is nothing more important than meditation. Increase this practice from day to day, never decrease it. Whenever you are free from duty, you should not waste your time even a little, nor fritter away the attention of your chit, mind stuff, memory. For this time will not come to you again, even for a minute, and we have to carve a place for ourselves in the Shabadun the sound current, while we are still in this body. Listen to the sound current every day when you are free, and do Simran even while walking. Then all your worldly work will be done by the Master himself. Do not worry in any way. The Lord himself has given you this way to meet him, so you should consider this your great good fortune, and you should always hold on to the sound current. One day it will surely take you to Sach Khan, the true eternal spiritual realm. The real greatness is in the Shabadun and Nam. Therefore, fix your Surat and Nairat, your inner ability to hear and see, and Nijman with devotion in the Shabadun. 
If you listen for 10 minutes or 5 minutes or 4 minutes or 2 minutes or even 1 minute with love and devotion, millions of sins and obstacles will be removed, says Baba Jaimal Singh. Hazur Baba Sawan Singh, you should pay more attention towards the repetition of the holy names and hear the sound so that you may cross this plane soon. You should remember that such things happen in dream also, the dream state. You should always try to catch the holy sound to lead you upward. You have been put in touch with the sound current. This is the connecting link between your soul and the Creator. Your mind, with all its paraphernalia, is the disturbing element or the curtain that keeps the soul away from the current. All else besides the current is negative, therefore transitory, changing, and changeable, dispersing and distressing. The force of the negative power will decrease in proportion to the attention given to the current. The first step is to go within or rise above body consciousness. That is, our thoughts should be confined to what lies within us. For it is only then we can be said to be sitting within ourselves. Only then we will feel at peace. Baba Sawan Singh here is speaking of true meditation, which is not just sitting with eyes closed with fidgeting and disturbing thoughts, but to be truly absorbed in our meditation. That is true meditation. Hazur Baba Sawan Singh, just as a wanderer in a forest loses his way and finds no rest until he returns to his home, similarly our attention remains outside us, through the nine portals of the body, it is always directed outward. It remains in communion with the outside objects or their impressions. And this habit has become so fixed that we cannot hold our attention within us for even a second. The Western mind even abhors the idea of vacancy. This has to be brought inside and when it likes to rest there, like the wanderer coming home, it will find peace within. This bringing in of the attention is done by repetition, repeating the five names in the manner you have been told. Repetition should be done with the attention held at the eye focus. Repetition without fixing the attention is no good. This repetition with attention impresses on your mind the idea of what lies within you and tries to take you to those for whom the, neg the names uh, stand or represent. Let me read that again. This repetition with attention impresses on your mind the idea of what lies within you and tries to take you to those for whom the names stand or represent. Each of the five names represents five different planes, lights, sounds, five different realms that the soul passes through. Hazur Baba Sawan Singh, the moment we are within, the sound current is there to take charge of us. When the attention goes in, 
as a matter of habit, just as it goes out now, then the sound current will begin to pull it up and by and by will take it to the place of eternal bliss. Hazur Baba Sawan Singh on the meditation practices of Sant Mat and the urgency of focusing with attention. Up next, Baba Somanath. Baba Somanath says in his beautiful bhajans, his hymns, Nam is transcendent, the current of divine sound that permeates the entire creation. The Sant Sat Guru reveals to us the mystery of the five melodied sound current. Attach your consciousness to the all-conscious primal sound current. It is the infinite sound current resounding day and night. It neither comes nor goes. It is not awake or asleep. It is the same power within and without. It is an ocean full of love. Sant Kripal Singh you simply close your eyes, you see darkness. Just fix your gaze on the part of the darkness between and behind the two eyebrows. That will go away and light will come. And if you do not see that, you will see the blue sky or shades of light. You just try to fix your inner gaze on them and proceed on. There are two things to control the ramification of the mind. Two things to control the ramification of the mind. One, the first is to fix the inner gaze minutely and constantly, without a break, on the darkness, betwixt and behind the eyebrows. Two, the second is to listen to the sound current within with inner ears. If you follow the instructions faithfully, as here explained, that will give you a new birth into the beyond. There are three parts of the sadhana, the spiritual practice. One, withdrawal of the spirit current. Two, opening of the inner vision. And three, hearing of the sound current. Each part has its own importance. Of course, the names and the lights are just a means to an end, i.e. the contact with the sound current. Repetition of names is for the concentration or withdrawal of the spirit current to the seat of the soul in the body. If the spirit current is not withdrawn, the sound current cannot take the soul upward into higher planes. The opening of the inner vision, etc., clears our way before us, and the sound current attracts us into the higher regions. A time factor is necessary in all cases. Regular devotion of time in spiritual practices in an accurate way will give more progress on the way. Coming up next, Santji. Whatever minutes or seconds you are spending in his remembrance are all counted, and he keeps a good account of those moments, that time which you have spent in his remembrance. According to what one has done, he rewards them. 
Saints come to help us realize and to achieve that nam. Without taking anything from us, they help us in doing so, because they are the experienced men and the fortunate ones come in contact with them and take advantage of their experience. Everybody should attend the satsangs and those who are initiated should never miss their meditation. Master used to say, give up hundreds of works to attend satsang and thousands of works to sit for meditation. My best wishes are always with you. You should never miss your meditation. A couple of paragraphs by Santji from the 1,808-page book of questions and answers of Q&A called The Light of Ajeb, which is online at a couple of different places as an online book, an audio book, and downloadable in several ebook formats. The Light of Ajeb. Baba Ram Singh. Excerpts from various talks given by Baba Ram Singh about Sant Mat. Sant Mat is a path of love and a path of affection. This is the path created by God Almighty Himself. It is not a path created by any Mahatma. It has always been the path. And it has existed from the time that the human form first took shape. It is the path through which, plane by plane, the soul has descended from God Almighty by way of the sound current and has now come into this current human form. And when it goes back, also, it will go plane by plane through the sound current. The path has been there latent, uniquely within the human form at all times. It is on this path that the saints have gone back to God Almighty with the grace of their masters, and it is on this same path that we will go with the grace of our masters. Saints have adopted a very straightforward and very simple process. It is for all the people who are otherwise engaged in worldly pursuits. And from the age of six to ninety or above, anybody can do this." Unquote. The following is a series of excerpts from a January 13th, 2015 meditation talk titled, The Saints Are Instructed by the Almighty to Fetch the Troubled Souls, to Liberate the Souls from this Realm of Time, or Kal. This satsang talk reflects upon the teachings of the Anurag Sagar, Full Circle We Come. The story of Guru Kabir and his disciple Sant Dharamdas. Dharamdas was destined to help rescue many souls during this Kali Yuga age, but first he himself needed rescuing. Only after his own enlightenment would he be of such spiritual attainment to be of any use to others to be able to assist other souls in their spiritual journey back to God. From a previous life, Sukrit reincarnated in the world as Dharamdas, but became once again deluded by Kal in the ocean of this world, this ocean of samsara. Sat Purush, the supreme being, then instructs Gyani, also called 
Yogjit, to return to the world as Guru Kabir, to liberate Dharamdas. This is of particular significance as Sukrit, a.k.a. Dharamdas, has been identified by Sat Purush, the Supreme Being, as the home of the 42 essences, eventual spiritual successor saints to follow in his lineage. Full circle we come, back to the Anurag Sagar and Kabir. Baba Ram Singh, saints have always been sent for all times to the world by the Almighty, because the Almighty has promised the souls who have left him and gone into the world of Kal, that if they are in trouble, or if they remember him, he shall come to fetch them. Yogjit, who was seated above Par Brahm, was instructed by the Almighty to come and help Sukrit. Sukrit was the soul who was instructed by the Almighty to go into the world and help others. But Sukrit, when he came into the world, unfortunately got deluded by Kal and got dispersed in worldly thoughts, and then the Almighty had to send Yogjit to bring him back on the path. And Yogjit came and helped Sukrit to again rise above and go back. He took four lives to help the soul go to the higher planes, so Yogjit took birth in four bodies, and in all four bodies he was helping Sukrit to rise above and go to the Almighty. In the fourth life, his fourth life, Sukrit was finally incarnated as Dhani Dharamdas, and Yogjit was incarnated as Kabir Sahib. In this life, Kabir Sahib initiated Dhani Dharamdas and helped him to realize his true self. Though these souls have all the necessary qualities, when they come to the world, sometimes it happens that some of them get deluded by call dissipated in the worldly thoughts and they forget the purpose of which they have come. So after the saints leave the body for all their initiates, they continue to stay in the par, in the in, in the Brahm, which is the causal plane, and they continue to help other souls from there. Saints stay in the Brahm until each and every soul initiated by them is taken back to the Almighty. After all their initiates have been taken to Satlok, the true eternal timeless realm. They go and settle within Satchkhand and Satlok. Satchkhand Satlok is an eternal world. Once the soul goes there, it gets eternal life and continues to stay there forever. And from there, with the grace of the Almighty, it goes further up into the three planes, which are Alak, Agam, and Anami. This is the way of creation. So those who have got the Sat Guru and have been initiated, their cycle of life and death is over. They will finally and eventually reside in Sat Lok. So we should value the importance of our soul and value the importance of the initiation given by the Master and their teachings and without fail continue to practice the teachings every day doing the Dhyan, Bhajan, and Simran. The atmosphere is good in the morning. When we are fresh in the morning, the mind is fresh and 
there are not many thoughts, so we should make the most of this time and concentrate on the third eye and do our Dhyan, Bhajan, and Simran. Radhaswami. Thanks for joining me today on Spiritual Awakening Radio. Thank you.